Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Welcome. I'm Brad Miller here with Jason Medford. And today we're going to talk about emotions. Now, not like, um, uh, you know, what? sitting on the, yeah, not like sitting on the couch, you know, crying over a, you know, a soap or anything like that. Um, but how you deal with the emotions that come through because we, you know, as human beings experience emotions, we experience sadness, anger, you know, gratitude, happiness, joy, you know, a whole gamut of emotions. And I think a lot of times I know I sometimes can get kind of caught up in some of these emotions. And so I thought it might be good today to talk about how we handle emotion when it comes in and what we do with it and why it's important that we actually work with these emotions and not just kind of push them down and sit on them you know, because it'd be so easy just to say, you know what, I'm not going to deal with you emotion now. I'm just going to push you away someplace, you know, deep down where I'll never come out again. Um, but and I think we've all heard the the horror or the 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 the, the stories about, you know, at some point all those are just going to pop out at you and um, you know, it's going to get ugly uh when it does. So yeah, because unfortunately a lot of times if you just push it down and you don't address or do some things it does end up showing up either in future emotions that you see or sometimes in and a lot of times in in your physical well-being mm -hmm. as well you know it'll actually that energy will kind of settle in your body in a certain place and you will feel it later <laughs> if, if, you, if you're not feeling it already so yeah and it's interesting and you know again I mean it's like two guys on here talking about emotions so it's not like we're gonna this isn't gonna be a, a cry fest or anything like that <laughs> we don't think it is but i mean if you listen to the last you episode never know. you never know you know we yeah. didn't end up where we thought we were going to when we started yeah. so yeah. i mean we may be here I, I got my tissues right next to me if i need to so <laughs> be ready for it um but no i think i think this is an important um topic and it does line up with spirituality as well right because again i mean part of what we're trying to do is, I mean, you'll hear people talk about high vibration, high frequency, right? Well, there's a correlation in the emotions that we feel with literal audio frequencies and frequencies that we feel in our body, right? So if you're feeling joyful, if you're feeling grateful, your body is literally vibrating at a higher frequency level then your body would be if you were feeling shameful, right? And so Sir David Hawkins had done some work on this. There's some other stuff out there about it too, but to where effectively, you know, some people, and I've used this in some of the coaching that I've done with people is you can almost kind of line up and they've kind of come up with kind of a frequency range of where some of these emotions actually are. 
And so what's interesting, because I know like in the last episode, we were talking about low frequency. And I know you were kind of having, you were saying, well, it's not really shame. It's not really depression. It's not really, you know, whatever. Right. But it's just mm-hmm. this kind of a feeling, right. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, what's always been helpful for me, you know, too, is first off trying to identify or kind of label whatever it is mm-hmm. that we're feeling. Right. Because a lot of times once we, and, and, and by labeling, I'm not meaning like, judging it but just identifying what it is that we're feeling right and sometimes sometimes it's hard to to exactly know what that is and that's fine but if you can you know if you can identify it then it kind of goes away right because we you can't fear something that you can name and so spiders I, I, you've been proved you know, wrong. <laughs> you're an anacrophobic or whatever. I can't remember however you say that. Um, but arachnophobic, you know, arachnophobic. There we go. Arachna, arachna. But um, I was not an English major, so there we go. Neither was um, I. No, no, no. But I think you know a lot of times, like you said, just kind of checking in with yourself to knowing what what emotion if you can identify it that you're actually feeling because once you acknowledge it now you can do something about it right like like if 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 i'm just all of a sudden realize that well i'm feeling anger right now let's say i'm not but if i was feeling angry okay now i know i'm feeling angry what am i angry about can I process it? Can I let it go? Can I then move myself to a higher frequency emotion, something higher than anger, right? But without judgment, because again, there is nothing wrong with being angry for a few minutes. There's something wrong with being angry all day, right? But there's nothing wrong with feeling kind of a righteous indignation or anger, because a lot of times that gets us into action. And so there's nothing wrong with feeling that. It's just wrong to hold on to it for longer than we need to. Yeah, that's the difference between the emotion that you have temporarily and kind of your your general state. Mm-hmm. You know, as you sit there, you know, are you generally angry? Are you generally anxious or fearful? Um, versus a moment that maybe you're angry about something, you know, but then you, you return to, to a state of peace or, you know, something like that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some things that you found, Brad? I mean, as as far as from an emotions perspective that have kind of helped you. Um, So I I agree that I think the very first step is kind of that just being aware um, of the emotions you're having. And if you can put a label on what it is, um, not that it necessarily matters what, what it is, you know, if, if it's, is it really anger? Is it really a fear? Is it really an anxiety? Like it doesn't really matter what specific label, I guess you really use to identify it, but just knowing that, Hey, I'm feeling something and being okay with feeling it like not judging yourself or feeling bad or, you know, at yourself or feeling like, Hey, I'm angry. Okay, cool. 
you know, I, I it's okay to feel that and accepting that that you're having that emotion of the the, the feeling and, and the just the idea of letting it happen, you know, not trying to st- necessarily stop it or say I can't feel that way, you know, I can't feel angry right now or I can't feel depressed right now, um, but just let yourself have that feeling, let yourself experience that. I mean, that's part of being a human being is experiencing those feelings. Um, you know, and if you were, if we're, if you think of us as being, as being here to experience being a human, emotions are a big part of the human experience. So why would you cut yourself off from those experiences? Like, that's what you're here to do, to experience that stuff. Um, but not to the extent that that becomes your primary state. We are always angry or fearful. Um, but you know, just for temporary stuff, like, Hey, yep, feel angry. And it's cool that I feel angry right now. All right. Let myself feel it. And then letting it go. And really for me, it doesn't necessarily matter what caused it. Um, you know, what I'm dealing with, normally I could be like, okay, that's why I'm feeling this way. But at the end of the day, if I'm not really sure, it's not really that important, What's more important is just being able to have that experience of that emotion and then just being able to move on for it. Um, and and sometimes the moving on part oftentimes is, is the most difficult part uh, for me to deal with is just being able to do it without judgment. It's really easy to say, oh, I shouldn't be having that or why are you having, why are you feeling that way? You shouldn't be doing that. Um, but just allowing myself to have it um, without that, that judgment of, of, of doing it. Well, and have you found, I mean, for you, are there, are there any things that like little steps or things that you might do that help you in kind of releasing it quicker or things, things that you found helpful for you or sometimes it's just reminding myself that, um, and and this is something that a mentor of ours says all the time is that uh, everything always has been is now and will always be fine. You know, we faced bad things in the past, rough situations in the past, and things came out fine. It might have kind of sucked at the time at the time, but at the end of the day, we all came out fine. And no matter what happens, no matter how shitty the situation feels like it is, um, or how bad we think things are going to be, at the end of the day, everything's going to be fine. And so it's reminding myself that oftentimes helps um, me get by some of these things that are kind of real trying to bring me down. Yeah. Well, some of the different things that I've, that I've done too, or like some other, because I know sometimes for people it's, uh, it's sometimes nice to have, I don't, I don't want to use the word ritual because that's not necessarily the right term, but some sort of an action or something that they can do because a lot of times it's about moving your attention as well, right? So if I'm angry, I've got to move my attention somehow to not being angry anymore and just kind of deal with it, right? And so, you know, some some different things that I'll do is like if something comes up that's unexpected and maybe it's something that I didn't necessarily want, it's not good for me, right? Mm-hmm. Is instead of going... Well, sometimes I will go, God damn it, you know, or something like that, right? Just to kind of get a curse word out, because by doing that, actually, it's it's allowing me to kind of release 
some of that energy through my voice as well. Right. And again, if I if I'm not directing it to another individual, but I'm just kind of directing it in general, using my voice usually doesn't hurt anybody. Right. Same thing. Like if you want to scream and yell, scream and yell, but do it in a pillow. Right. Mm-hmm. So that you're not so that you're not affecting those around you as well, if you if you can. Right. But yeah. But the fact that you're actually using your voice, the prana, your air is a way to clear it right Mm -hmm. so you can also take a big deep breath and you can imagine whatever the thing is kind of like coming together in a ball in your lungs or whatever and then you release it out and you're imagining that that thing is just gone and often when you do that or you do it a couple of times that thing is gone, right? Literally because your breath is cleansing, but also because by going through that act, it's causing you to move your attention away from whatever it was that you were just pissed about, right? So that's one way you can do it. You can visualize it and then imagine it melting away. Same kind of thing, right? For people who are, who are more visual in nature, Right. You can imagine the whatever, whatever it is, and then you just imagine it going away. Or I love there's an Adam Sandler movie, uh, Waterboy. You remember Waterboy movie? Mm-hmm. There was a point in there where where he was uh I think it was the coach that that he was like, or the coach on the other team. Anyway, but but imagine like a baby face on the coach. And like, you know, instead of like the coach yelling at him, it was like mm-hmm. a baby. And so it was going like, get you, get you, you're such a cute little baby, right? Kind of thing. That's even another kind of technique, right? Is to where you kind of change, change it and realize, like you said, most of the stuff that we're dealing with doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And so if you kind of, you know, make fun of it a little bit or, or bring it down right to where it it doesn't really matter it's like a little baby you know kind of thing it doesn't it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. right that's another way yeah let, One, let, let's go to harry potter harry potter oh yes. the the uh the what, what do you what yes. do you call them the uh, uh so you've so in harry potter um yeah. there is a creature in there called a bogart Bogart, that's what they were, yeah. And and the Bogart, it um turned into whatever you fear the most. And so fear, obviously, one of these emotions that you know are low frequency or whatnot. And so the way that you um counteract, I suppose, a Bogart is through the spell ridiculous. And so you wave your wand and say ridiculous, you point at at the Bogart at this that's that's in this fearful state you know whether it's a big spider or you know uh you know an evil you know an angry looking judge if you're a lawyer or you know uh, an irs accountant or you know an auditor or something if you're an accountant you know whatever it might be that you're fearful of you know you say ridiculous and then you imagine it as something that's humorous to you so maybe so the example in the movie there or in the books uh, if it was if it was a spider you maybe you imagine the spider um, wearing tap shoes and tap dancing 
you know, like a funny hat and, you know, and doing, doing a dance. Um, if it's the angry judge, maybe you, um, ex- you know, think of them as the ba- crying baby up there, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you use to visualize them and make them, then, you know, turn them into something funny to take away that fear. You know, so if that's, if that helps you feel free to grab a pen and, and ridiculous your, your fears ridiculous. away. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Remember to use your ridiculous spell. That's right. I love it. No, but that's, that's a perfect example, right? From pop culture of kind of exactly what we're talking about. And literally, I mean, if you're a Harry Potter fan or you want to do it, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's a bit ritualistic, but it doesn't matter. It's not the ritual. It's the intention behind it. And so waving your pen, or if you happen to have a Harry Potter wand, or any other wand, then just use your wand and go ridiculous, right? And mm-hmm. and it can go away. Um, another one that I like to use a lot is music, right? Is that a lot of times after I've kind of, you know, assessed what it is and decided I don't want to deal with this anymore, I just move my attention by changing the frequency that I'm feeling. And so a lot of times the music that we listen to, uh, for the most part, there's some not so good frequencies in some of the music and we might or might not get Various genres, later. Yeah. Um, but, but for the most part, right, is, is let's say I'm feeling angry and I want to I move from feeling angry to feeling excited, right? So I want to... I want to move from an anger emotion to an excitement. Well, there are certain songs that get me excited, like the Pointer Sisters. I'm so excited, right? That is like a great song. Literally, yeah. Literally. I mean, that's in the title too, right? Uh, of, of feeling excited. Right. And so if I want to feel excited, sometimes I'll put on that Pointer Sister song and I'll listen to it five or 10 times in a row until I'm feeling excited. Right. Because I'm listening to that. I'm trying to feel the vibration in my body of of the music that they're doing. I'm kind of visualizing what it is that I'm excited about. Right. And pretty quick. Right. You can move from being angry to excited as an example. Right. Or maybe if you want to feel happy. Well, if there's a song that makes you feel happy, then maybe pick that song. Right. And again, for each person, it's going to be a little a little different. And and you might pick a different tune, uh, you know, each time. But that's something that usually is pretty easy because we all carry around phones which have music on them now. Um, so it's pretty easy to be able to access that most of the time. Yeah. And you can make a playlist. You, if you know, if you've got, want to try to keep yourself in a happy spirit, you could, you know, throw some, make a happy playlist of songs that make you feel that way. Just like you do with a gym, you go to the gym because you want to have a certain feeling. You want to get a certain rhythm or whatever. So you have a, a playlist for the gym. Same thing here. You just do it um, to be happy or, um, to be at peace, you know, something more peaceful, calming music or whatever emotion you're trying to get into. Yep. Yeah. And for each person, it's going to be different. There might be different songs, different genres. 
Um, but yeah, I suggest to people all the time creating a playlist. I mean, I, I have a, a morning playlist for the days when it, you know, I get up and I'm like, I really don't want to do any work today. And I feel like I've got to get myself motivated and excited to work. I'll sit and listen to that, to that playlist, right? Um, yeah. If you want to feel grateful, if you want to feel, you know, like you said, the gym is a great one too, because as you were talking about that, I remember the Led Zeppelin song, Cashmere has, has got this beat to it. Yep that I just used to love running to because it would, the beat in that song would like mm-hmm. line up with when my feet would hit the ground. Well, anyway, so, yeah. so yeah. I would use that one a lot of times when I would go out to run um, just to kind of get me in that pattern of boom, 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 as I'm running. Yeah. Yeah. Now when I used to do litigation, before I had a hearing or something, I had a playlist that I'd put on with like the you know, movies, like songs from Gladiator and, you know, things like that to kind of get you. Pulling get out you your going. sword and going into <laughs> battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what you're doing when you're going in the courtroom, right? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Depending on how the opposing counsel is. Sometimes, and how sometimes the judge is. Just... <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous, the judge, and then the opposing counsel, you. Right. With the sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, so you know, again, I mean, I think I think we've given some people some some good, like practical advice from it too. And so maybe kind of to close out, because I think I think sometimes um, you know we talk about emotions a lot and about being emotionally intelligent and being emotionally mature, and you know, but what does that have to do with spirituality as well? Right? Is I think part of, you know, again, our our purpose here is to evolve. And if you're a person who has a tendency to be angry a lot and to hold a grudge and to want to hurt other people because you're angry, part of your involvement is probably getting out of that emotion <laughs> and stopping to hurt people and stopping to hurt yourself, right? Because what we don't realize so much of the time is we think we're taking out our anger on somebody else to make us feel good, but we're actually taking the anger out on ourselves. And whatever we put out comes back to us tenfold. And so, you know, again, we said there's nothing wrong with being angry, feeling angry for a little while, but then processing it moving your attention, moving through, getting to a different state, letting it go, right? Because literally there's people that carry grudges for them their whole life. And the thing is, you know, if you're one of those people that's carrying a grudge, it ain't hurting anybody but yourself, right? Because the person who carries the grudge is the one who really is the one who is is damaged by holding on to it, right? And so emotions do have a place because like you well, I mean Brad said before right we're we're here to experience emotions we're here to experience this life and what it is like to be human and to be human means you feel emotion right but it also part of why we're here is to learn how to manage those emotions and learn from those things 
and work through those things that we'd rather not feel and get to, I don't want to say good because we've talked about good and bad and there is no good and bad kind of thing, but to maybe frequencies or vibration that more uh, serves us and serves the people around us, right? And so the more that we can be feeling grateful, the more that we can be feeling love, the more that we can be feeling happy or well-being, the more that we can be in those states throughout the day, right? The better it is for us, for the people around us, for the universe, because how we vibrate our specific frequency impacts everything else, right? And so if you want to do something good in life, just try to share those higher frequency vibrations with other people and with the world. And to do that, you have to kind of get there yourself and kind of be like a little lighthouse where you're like, oh, I'm getting all happy. I'm getting all happy. I'm getting all happy. And now I send out a big happy light ray to the whole world. Okay. Now you're laughing about that, but there's a lot more truth to what I just told you there than what you realize. But think of yourself like a lighthouse. And because you are emitting out frequencies, so what kinds of frequencies do you want to be emitting out as well? Right. Yeah, because not only are you giving them out, but you're also attracting like You're attracting things. it right back. Right. So you give out anger, you're going to get back anger. You give out love, you're going to get love back. You mm -hmm. send out gratitude, you're going to get gratitude back. It's, again, that ebb and flow, reciprocity of life. What goes out? comes back what goes out comes back what goes out comes back yep and there's exactly. your tie-in from a spirituality perspective as well and why there you go they are important to our spiritual involvement yeah yeah i've i've heard people talk about or you know this to kind of the mention the fact that really kind of dealing with your emotions is one of the most important things that you can do when it comes to your your spiritual growth is, is being able to manage how you you deal with emotions how you handle them how you're able to work through them and you know purge through those emotions you know all the those lower frequency things that you don't want sitting there and kind of festering and stuff and um you know if you can do that like you said, that's when you start putting those things out in the world. That's when you start attracting them back to you in the world. Um, and, and that's when, I mean, you really do start to see the, some of the, 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 the goals, the purposes for kind of the walking the spiritual path in the first place, the peace, the love, the well-being that we're kind of looking for seeking on this path. Um, you know, that's, that's one way you, you start to see those things. Yeah. Well, and even to kind of tie in, because we've talked before about doing versus being, right, is that, you know, the doing, whatever we end up doing, we're doing from a place of being, okay? So we're being a certain way, and then we're doing certain actions. So are you going to be the kind of person who is being angry? and doing things out of anger or are you going to be a person who is being loving and doing things from a place of love 
right? Because again, that's like the lighthouse as well. And you can tell, I mean, you can see um, a lot of times kind of the energy that's coming off of people or their intention behind why they're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Some people do things out of jealousy because they are being jealous and they're doing acts from a jealous intention. And that's not where we want to be coming from, right? I mean, the, the the goal is to be doing everything kind of from a from a being of well-being, from a being of love, and and from those kind of intentions instead, which is again, it's another reason why, you know, we need to be managing our emotions and kind of checking ourselves and making sure that, hey, if I'm angry right now and I'm really pissed off, let's say. Well, maybe I need to just like cool it for a minute, right? Before I go and start doing or saying a bunch of stuff from a place of anger, maybe I need to regulate, center myself, come back to the present moment, change my emotion to something that is better, right? And then <laughs> say or do things from that place, right? And and again, I've been with some of the things I've been dealing with in my life last few months. I literally have to keep reminding myself, I do things from a place of love. I do things from a place of love, right? Everything I do is with love. Mm-hmm. Of reminding myself over and over again, checking myself to make sure that I'm not, I'm my intention is to not say or do anything that is not from a place of love. Now, I don't always do that because I'm still human, but that's my intention. And the more I'm aware of it, the more I place attention on it, the more likely I am to do everything from that place of love. But if I didn't place attention or awareness on it, then I'd just be letting little Tanal go do whatever the hell he wants to do, which would probably hurt people. <laughs> and I don't want that to happen, right? So, yeah. Well, hopefully this podcast episode put everyone listening in a place of peace and love. Um, and with that love, you will go and take the action of sharing this episode, this podcast with others and leaving a comment and a, and a wonderful review. Um, again, out of a feeling of love, not a place of anger um, or sadness. So, <laughs> so we got to laugh, right? We can't leave anybody on a sadness thing, right? So everybody that's just right. out there start laughing, right? So that you're in a in a kind of a joyful state as we as we end the podcast for today, and you can carry them. <laughs> no sadness, no, no. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to be sad if you listen to this podcast. That's the rule. <laughs> That's the rule. We're sticking yeah. to it. We're sticking to it. <laughs> we are indeed. We are indeed. <laughs> but with that, we're going to get out of here before Something bad happens. things happen. Yeah, we do something. So, uh, but again, thank you guys for listening to the episode. Um, hopefully, you you heard something today that. Uh, We'll have a a positive impact on you and we look forward to chatting with you guys next time. All right. See you on the next episode, everybody.